3: Hope you had a fantastic week. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Pack
4: the fuck up, sorry.
3: I'm Perky. How are we? Oh, you know, when I say that,
4: I always expect people to go, good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they actually do. They go, I'm fucking great, thank you.
3: Yeah, I hope you answer our questions that are rhetorical. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? What's been a lot on your plate?
4: A lot on my plate physically. We went, to, we went to an amazing pop-up, actually, with Kiwi, didn't we?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And I've got some gorgeous brownies in front of me, which is going to be our spital swallow this morning. But um, we went to a Kiwi's pop-up, and it was all in aid of kidney research. I think we spoke about that before, actually, because Mel, the founder of Kiwi & Co., uh, has dialysis three times a week. Am I bashing my feet?
3: <laughs> but it just reminds me of that bed. You me to be foot up yesterday, and it was doing my fucking nut? <laughs> Why was my foot doing that? It was your little dirty sock. <laughs> and all. <laughs> um,
4: but anyway, when we were at the Kiwi event, there was loads and loads of small businesses. Can I just say they were incredible, weren't they?
3: It made me realise how uncreative we are as people.
4: So uncreative. And they were all female-owned businesses. We'll actually, we'll actually share some on the podcast page, but we'll say some today. But Bad Bitch Bakes, I'm sure most of you who are from Glasgow have heard of them before because they do the... I don't know if they were the first to do the stuffed cookie or, you know, the stuffed cookie Mm. craze when all the small businesses were doing it. But it's in a very aesthetically pleasing box and it says, bad bitch bakes. We are fucking thriving, Brian. And we have some (laughs) M&M ones in here and peanut butters. It says, it's time to indulge you, bad bitch. Obviously, our bakes are always unreal. But in our opinion, these baddies are even better served warm. Stick them in the microwave and you'll be in gooey, gorgeous heaven. Ooh. That's right up your
3: street. If you don't
4: inhale them all at once, in brackets, love the self-control, hon. Our bakes keep for five days. If you're allergic to nuts, gluten, dairy or anything, don't eat the fucking bakes, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> they don't come with an EpiPen and we are not liable for any deaths. You know? <gasps> I love her We love seeing your stories And help our small businesses grow Please tag underscore bad bitch bakes So give them a follow Thank you for choosing BBB You are the fucking baddest Keep thriving Right let's dig in
3: Let's go bad bitch
4: Let's go bad bitch
3: Who's Brian?
2: <laughs> it's a male version of a card
4: Yes Oh yeah he <laughs> yeah. definitely is Am I passing you it? These are a couple of days old, by the way, but she did say I'm the thing and it keeps for five.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mmm. Mm. Not mm. some Jew. Yes. Not right now. No. Oh, <laughs> see, 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 <laughs> yes. Save me some. There's one right there for you. Yeah.
4: Oh my god, that, that's got um a white peanut buttercup mm. stuffed inside it, this one.
3: It's it's got um it's um. Moist.
4: <laughs> isn't that word just disgusting? <laughs> I know, but do you know
3: what? Sometimes you just need to use it. There's no other way to describe that.
4: It. It's so moist.
3: <laughs> and considering, as you said, they are a couple of days old, they keep good. Mmm. My breakfast.
4: Well, anyway, a little shout out to you. I think she's from Paisley, you know. So is all good bakers, have you noticed that? There's a lot kicking about in Paisley, actually. There, Powell. Oh yeah, one of our best friends carries from there. Um, loads of gyms. Saint Mirren. Oi, <laughs> oi! <Oy, oy. laughs> um, there's a great brunch place there actually, Roasters. If you've been to Roasters in Paisley, UG. Oh my God, it's so good. Big up Roasters, like them a lot. So yeah. It was a really great event, actually. Me and Zoe did a little Q&A with um, the lady at Brogan at um, Kidney Research. And we learnt a lot about our kidneys. It was my kidneys. first
3: public speaking event.
4: You did well, Zos. Even yeah. though there was only one microphone, so she kept handing it back to me like a baton.
3: <laughs> but, well, I felt like you kept wanting to speak, so, you know. I didn't. I was just assisting you <laughs> with the mic. And can you tell the listeners what you're doing on Tuesday, please? It's actually the this one.
4: Yeah, when it comes out. The day this comes out, Zoe Quinn is being a little boss bitch for Quinn Management. What are you doing?
3: I'm a panellist at Glasgow University.
4: That's incredible.
3: Mm.
4: And what are you doing there?
3: Just talking about marketing bits. Mm-hmm. But I'm the first panellist, so it's all bad pressure.
4: You're going to smash it. So if anyone's there today, then can you take loads of pictures of her and, and send it to me so I can embarrass her? <laughs>
3: I'm so glad you're on holiday.
4: Why? I'd be there like Kris Jenner at the back, like, you're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) Um, So anyway, back to some of the businesses we saw at Kiwi. I've just took some pictures. I'm going to look at them on my phone. There was one, and I think we shared them on our story, but Modern Love Store. Obsessed. I think they're based at the Barrows, which me and Zoe Mm -hmm. really need to go to. But oh my God, the home stuff is so cool, isn't it?
3: Just like, you know, those wee quirky vases and... Like candles. Plates. She had corn and the cob as a candle.
4: She did. And little pasta shapes. Mm. And she gave me and Zoe a Christmas decoration. And of course she gave me the aubergine emoji. And Zoe a bourbon biscuit. Just says everything about our friendship. I know. Um, and then there was one called punt pots, which was like plant pots, but all hand painted. They were really cute. Remember they had the cowboy hat and the titties. Then there was this other herself. girl who I was obsessed with, Amy McFadden Design, and she had loads of, like, to-do lists, didn't she?
3: Alec uh, like, Weekner, uh, Meal meal Planners, what was it? What was the one? I bought one and it, it said, said um, something like the a shit list thing. of shit
4: that I most probably will forget to do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that is just so me. Have
3: you written on it yet?
4: Of course I've not. Then there was one called... Um, luna i think welcome to shop luna l-u-n-a they, those girls were really nice they were the ones with the prints
3: mm-hmm. they had a nice print as well it's like a disco ball workout body hat on yeah
4: they were really cute oh yeah there it is took a picture of it and they had the they're the ones with the piggy birthday cards that you loved happy birthday, happy birthday. Loved yeah and then we saw our girls at manifest designs who do our little sugar paper cocktail toppers mm-hmm. and they were there because they kiwi heard them on our podcast how good is that
3: I know, it was such a good thing for them to be yet because everyone was drinking, mm-hmm. and we actually didn't really realise until we noticed like ours was on their display, and we we're like, mm. "That, that's you." Uh, yeah, I like, "That's me."
4: <laughs> and let's shout out Simple Scent, the oh. candle company. Loved them so much.
3: She gave us a wee box of goodies, and it's like little Christmas. You know, we used to get the bodies. Yeah, they were it's a like thing. A little tree. A reindeer and a little snowman it's well cute it smells of gingerbread mm. and they
4: gave us a candle painting kit for two what a good I, get, I gift idea
3: i'm gonna gift that to someone
4: oh yeah i'm actually gonna paint i'm gonna make them myself but it's
3: for two so i thought we could use one and then gifts it's another all right
4: then fine <laughs> and then as we were walking out there was this lovely lady And she was like, hi, girls. And we're like, oh, hello. She went, do you want to get a welded bracelet? And we were like, oh, well, we only got one last week, but yes. And she went, I love your podcast. And she was um, B51. I think everyone knows who she is. And was she
3: not the first to do it in Glasgow? She was. And she uh,
4: is based at the Barrow's as well. And she's like, I really would love to give you a welded bracelet. So we
3: got one next to our other one that we got last week. And it's so nice. It complements it very well there's absolutely no chance we're getting rid of each other now No. we're welded at the wrist
4: we are and we said to her can she please source a piggy charm so we're going to go back to her she's going to get two little piggy charms we're going to get it welded into it aren't we
3: yep and then send you all there so we can be family
4: yeah i think everyone should get a piggy welded bracelet then we can all be together
3: i'm trying to think who else was there um liquid oats had a stand there Mm mm-hmm who we've sp- spoke about on the podcast before. What about the journal that you got?
4: Oh my God, what are they called? Um, menti B, which I think is really clever. Good play on words. Not like mental breakdown, but I think it's meant to be like that. But it's M-E-N-T-I. Menti.
3: Yeah, it's just menti, Just I menti, think.
4: but in this, inside the uh, diary it does say, like, this is menti B.
3: Oh yeah, that's cute. Well, Nice. There was... Um, Jess spoke to them, honestly, for about 20 minutes, obviously, because she was so intrigued. And the whole time, all I thought was, she'll never write in this.
4: <laughs> I will. Niche Brow was there. Niche Brow Coat. Laura
3: Porter. Laura Porter with Fab Skincare. She was doing, like, facials and stuff. Liberty and blush. Jewellery. There was everything. There was another nice wee jewellery one, actually, but I can't remember what they were called. In fact, it's coming back to me. I'm sure it's Zoe.
4: Yes, it, it was. Zoe. It was, yeah.
3: They were really cute as well. Um, but Niche Brow Co gave me a lash and Brow Enhancer to try. So,
4: oh, very nice.
3: Wait for these lashes to so brush, shine. Your, brush your cheek.
4: So that's about twenty five thousand small business shout outs for you there, and we think that you should have a look at them for Christmas gift ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, we said Secret
3: that. Secret Santas, especially so that'd be cute.
4: Yeah, we said that, didn't we? That next in a couple episodes, we want to do a um, an episode where we focus on like a Christmas gift guide. So if you want your business to be shouted out or you have any issues getting a gift for somebody this Christmas, let's say we're going to do a little Q&A box and you can be like, right, I'm struggling to get a gift for my, I don't know, my granddad or something. We can, we'll help you. We'll, we'll get together a list and we can do a big thing because we know you guys like our recommendations and we can also help some businesses at the same time. I think it'd be quite And sweet. this
3: is definitely something we'll regret doing because it will require a lot of work. So make sure you write in so that it's worth <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Listen, I do it every year, and I have
4: done for four, for four <laughs> years on Just Jess, and it takes me I know, hours.
3: It's you that put us off the idea before we even started it, but we've announced it anyway. But listen. No, it's worth it, it I absolutely. It's, agree. it's
4: good for... It's good. Good karma. We're giving people business. No,
3: I'll probably find it very therapeutic. I'm quite into that shit. I need to get the crumbs off this couch before we continue. Yeah, but
4: then you can get the Henry the Hoover out and Hoover after then, Hen. Anyway, that was a long-winded answer, but you know what? It was a lovely bloody day.
3: And did you have your strawberry tart? Because we also got a strawberry tart. Do you yes, know where that was from?
4: Nope. I had half the strawberry tart and half of one of those brownies.
3: I gave it to Adam.
4: And I started watching My Scary Bam. Movie. Can I can I say not scary movie, Scream? The new one. The new Scream with Wednesday Adams. You don't like it? It was shit, Zoe. We had to turn it off. Have you watched it? I loved it. Shut up. I thought that was good. <laughs> it was so bad it was actually borderline I thought are you sure this is not a scary movie you know how it's like a piss take of Scream are you too young for that
3: no I think you were having a bad day because it was actually a good film
4: what were you terrified of it were you
3: (laughs) no Screams are terrifying though
4: they're all
3: just jumpy
4: Mm, I thought it was so rubbish so we actually turned it off alright yeah boring so that's what I I tucked into my strobe tart and watched Scream Um, I went to a ball on Saturday, Scarlet's Ball, another fantastic charity event, which you were invited to, but you didn't because
3: you... I was busy. Got pissed as a fart.
4: (gasps) She did. Did you know? Get that clip up, (laughs) G. I did.
3: I did, and I can't even deny it, because you know what, I was actually hungover on Sunday at that event. It was quite painful. But I think being hungover takes the edge off if you're a bit nervous about something. Yeah. I wouldn't actually say I was nervous, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It does, like, you're thinking about how hungover you feel, so you don't think about anything else. Anyway, I went to Flight Club. Looked good, that did. The darts place, new darts place. And it was actually really good. But even as a bar, if you weren't doing the darts, it's really good. Is it? Like, it was a good it? vibe. Um, on the corner at George Square, across from The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Near yep. um, Doppium Malto?
3: Right across the other side. Of the oh, garden. right, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, George was getting quite good at the minute. Isn't it? It's all kicking off at George Square. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was really good, and we stayed there for some drinks after. I can't really remember what the music situation was. I think there was just music on; it wasn't live or anything. But it was like really busy, so there was a buzz, you know. You went in the day, didn't you? At, like, I went at ish oh, Okay. Um, and we were like right through the back and a wee booth where the darts game is. But what I will say, right, is there was seven of us. This was an odd number. So each game of darts, they put you in a pair automatically. Like the wee screen just does it. But I ended up on my own. Say we did four rounds. I'm sure I was on my own for like two out of four of them or three out of four, right? Mm. But I came third and I think that's quite good. That's brilliant. Because I've not actually played Darts in my whole entire life. Mm. But then I was thinking about it on reflection. And I actually think it was more of like a process of elimination. Right. Because, <laughs> like I'm talking myself up, but I'm talking myself right back down, right? Because in some of the games, if you, you had to like get your points, but once you got your points, you then tried to get other people out. Right. But I never got my full points. So no one was bothered about trying to get me out.
4: Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
3: So then I ended up coming in like second in them. But one of them I did win. I did win a game.
2: So basically they forgot about you. you just. Had yeah,
3: because I wasn't a threat. I was like <laughs> the underdog. But then the underdog came third. And I just thought that was really. Steady wins the race. But I would actually really recommend that if you're in a group of people. Yeah. Because you're drinking as you're doing it, there's music on, but then the games aren't like long, big, normal games of darts. It's like there was one that was like a race, like a wee horse race, but you just had to keep hitting. You got a number, your horse had a number, so you just kept trying to hit that number and that would move your horse oh, forward. Oh, that was more fun then. Yeah, like it's fun, it's not. Yeah, not like serious like, stuff. It's always just you need hit what number
4: you're given, basically. There's quite a lot of places like that in Glasgow, isn't there? Like, things you can do that are quite interactive in a
3: group. Aye, cos there's a, Golf is Fang is really fun. Yeah, what's like that, quiz? Is that Golf Fang? That's Golf Fang. No, but what's that bar? Is it NQ64 or something like that? And that's a wee game bar with, like, machines and all that. And what's the one that we went into that time opposite?
4: Reset Yoga? In the sticks in the middle of nowhere?
3: Oh, God, I can't remember. There's, like, a called?
4: fairground in there. Is it called, what was called fair play or something? It was fair play, and then we've got you've got golf, the the big top golf. That's quite. Have you been there yet? By the way, no. Have you been there
0: yet, Jay? Not in Glasgow. I've been in other places. though. Mm. That's kind of like the darts. It's like the golf version. Yeah, right? it's yeah. like games and stuff rather than just hitting balls. Yeah, yeah.
3: We should go there in a, a little double date or something. Yeah, definitely. And, and you and you went somewhere where everyone is oh, going. They, oh yeah, are they in to Maggie Maze? So Maggie Mays has
4: had a rodeo cowboy makeover, so they say.
3: I know, but do you know what I will say? I have been to Maggie Mays loads of times, not for a while, right enough. But see if you didn't see that all over social media, I wouldn't even have noticed. Just the rodeo you know ball I mean? at the back? Yeah, but I didn't even notice that. I didn't even see that. <laughs> because where we were, that was like right behind the bar, so I just didn't even see that. Hmm. I don't
4: know how I missed
3: it. So I don't know it why I wasn't in there. it wasn't on either. Packed, it was like Wonder Bar. Packed to the brim. Oh, but I don't know if I'd like it, if it was too I packed. I know. We did have a table, though, just out of luck, because we didn't get a table booked. But How some, did you get one of them, then? Someone was leaving, and we just went, can we sit there? And it wasn't reserved.
4: Oh, brilliant.
3: Right at the band. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, I kept going downstairs to the toilet, because they're bigger, so I didn't need to wait in a queue, which is probably why I didn't see the bull.
4: Because uh, I didn't go over
3: that side of the uh, bar, you know? But it was really good. I mean, the first guy who was singing was doing country, but I'll come back in a...
4: Of... Tame.
3: A bit calm and I should probably say depressed that is the right word. So I was like, right, we need the vibes lifted. And then the next band was quite good. That They were doing typical things like, I don't even, I can't remember, but like it was a bit of a buzz, you know? Yeah. So I would recommend people to go, but I don't know if there's certain nights that maybe do do more country things. Like downstairs, I'm sure, is the down, So maybe that's a bit of line dancing and that, you know? Oh, I think they do do that on, like, say, Thursday night, for example.
4: Because we tried to get tickets. It was bloody hard to get tickets for that than it was our friggin' live show, the Magic Mike thing that mm-hmm. they had. I went on, on the dot at 12 o'clock and it was sold out a few So seconds I think in. they're
3: doing, like, events that maybe tap more into the country thing. But see, if you're just there on a Saturday night and it's really busy, you wouldn't even, it's yeah. just a busy bar, but good. It yeah. was a good vibe. So then anyway, we went in there and I was there until, I don't know, about 12-ish or something like that. And I was, I was quite hungover the next day. Oh, God. do you know what I was drinking the whole night, which actually makes me feel ill? I'll vodka black curtain lemonade.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month.
0: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
3: Mm. that's weird isn't it yeah but i think it's because in flight club i had a couple of tequila cocktails which were really good and then we were trying to put in a big order, but it was just you know when there's loads of people saying what they want. And You just like oh, Jay- I'll just go for uh, it. Jason said he was getting that, and I was like, I'll just yeah. get the same. And then I just stuck at up it. Sticking at it. Yeah. And the next day I had um, black currant lemon juice, but I kind of forgot that's what I was drinking. I was like,
0: Ugh. oh,
3: the worst. So I'm off. Do there. you
4: know where I really want to go and get a cocktail? I Really want to go to that Devils of Brooklyn. I've been there. Oh, yeah, I know you have.
3: That is nice. I've heard the
4: cocktails are there are like, really nice.
3: Yeah, they are really nice. And there, the bar. Actually. Yeah, it's a really nice
4: like a New York style. Yeah,
3: they've <sighs> absolutely hit the nail on the head with that.
4: Mm. But
3: it is expensive though, and I think it depends what you're out for. Yeah, like see if you're out for drinks and you want to like you know get a bit bit rowdy,
4: that's not really the. I'm like,
3: don't go there and spend twelve pound a cocktail. That's you're a there bit all like,
4: day. Uh like Air as well. That's mm. another. That's the speakeasy below the dam, and that's another like amazing. Like, people that go to there are really, like, in, like, mixologists, they're really into their cocktails, they want to be on the top 50 bars in, you know... Yeah. ..UK list, and I think the Dam is one of them where it's so good and thought out, but it's not somewhere you would go and get rowdy at mm. all.
3: You're more actually there for the flavours. Yeah, you're just
4: having the experience.
3: There's some good places like that, I think. In Glasgow? I think Glasgow's had a, a second wind at life. mm mm-hmm. I think... Well, I think it's currently happening. Yeah. So it should.
4: Um, Another thing that me and Zoe uh, were texting each other at like 1am this morning. uh, My TikTok feed is full of people having colonic irrigations.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So is mine. Jess texted me saying, should we get a... (laughs) The video I watched, why I was still watching it five minutes in, I have no idea. Like It was just poo coming out in the tube, but I just kept watching it. I watched one where a whole worm came out of her. No, she had worms. No, but you're putting me off.
4: Like, you are actually This was me in off. Australia. Like That's weird. But, like, I think... I thought, oh, my goodness, maybe this would help Zoe having it a bit of a bum wash. wash. No, it's,
3: it's actually concerning at what could leave my body. Like, I would, I would need to say to the person doing it, like... I'm not covered in any insurance, so if something happens to <laughs> no, you wouldn't. after this,
4: so I'll speak about my uh, my experience of my colonic irrigation ten years ago. So I went <laughs> for one, and I bought two of my f- my friends who listen to this. They'll piss themselves because I bought two of my friends, Holly and Mel, a colonic for their birthday,
0: <laughs> and they still to quite this day take the piss at me. They're random. like,
4: "Why the fuck did you buy a bum wash for a birthday?" But we all went. We went to Hinkley, which is a place near. Leicester, and it was a guy an old man's house when we got there and he answered the door and i thought no no way and someone's home yes not not only is it not a clinic it's a man's house he was old and kind of creepy obviously if anyone doesn't know what a clinic is it's it's where you basically put a pipe up your bum and they they shove water <laughs> in it and suck it back out so you're washing your colon um anyway you put you take you take your panties off and you go on the bed and you put your knees up and he puts a bit of paper over you and he, he's like right turn over so I turn over and he sticks the pipe up my bum and he's like it's a bit uncomfortable and I thought oh my god this is just mortifying like what the fuck then he starts like rubbing your stomach to like get things flowing
0: <laughs>
4: guys a broccoli stalk came out of my bum a broccoli piece of broccoli came out of the, <laughs> the tube and it was a broccoli stalk and I was like. Oh my God, I want the ground swallow me fucking up right now.
3: And were your friends watching this? No,
4: no, no. You go in the room on your own. Okay, good. I went first as well. And they also wait. like they measure you before. I don't know if they do this now because it's not even about weight loss at all. But I think back then it was sold to like, you lose inches in minutes. And then they wait, they put the thing around you and then they do it again. I think I lost like two inches or something of like bloatingness. And then he kept saying to me, he was like, there's a lot of gas in there. And... You can see the tube and it was just full of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, my gassy gal." <laughs> so that was pretty horrifying, but I did feel good after it. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's good for you to have it all the time, but there's a woman in Bovville saying to you that she she does it. Um, there's actually a couple clinics actually in Bovville and Eddingston that do it randomly. Right. Must everyone in Bovville and must love having a bum wash, but I
2: right.
0: think we
4: should go for it.
0: There's a few people for the gym being the one in Bottle. Oh, what do they say? Brilliant.
4: Really? Because right. it's a woman that does it there.
0: Maybe that's why. It was guys.
4: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what
0: do they say? Just said it felt great. Just said it was just like a, a fresh start, if you will. I mean, just felt good after it. Not me, by the way.
3: <laughs> I think I'd be there for mm. days. I do think it's meant to be good for you
4: to have it now and again.
3: I do also think you can just feel when it's like... What you've got there shouldn't be coming out and, like, going to the toilet. Mm. Something's been stuck there. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's a weird don't sensation. don't mean a physical thing, but obviously, as you said, like, gas or, like, a buildup or, or something. Or something. Yeah. And it's, like, toxins. And what I will say
4: is when they fill you up with the water, it does feel like you're about to poo yourself. That's the sensation that you feel like, I'm going to shit myself. And then it just, she just sucks. And it just goes out this tube. And you're like, wow. And it's it's brown, but not brown. It's not like lumps of poo. The one that I watched on TikTok was lumps of poo. <laughs> that person must have been chronically ill.
0: Do you get to watch the tube and see what? Yeah.
4: You do? And at the end, they show you as well, and you see it all floating in it. And you're like, wow. Uh,
3: I'm not sure about this. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I would, I think I would absolutely go for it if I knew that man says weren't fucked. But the fact that I know they are makes me more nervous because I'm like, yeah, this... but this is why
4: people go for it, though, Zoe.
3: I know, but I. So I mean i have seen... said it before. There could
4: be anything in there. Well, let's get it out. <laughs> let's give it a go. Let's wash your intestines. What if... Is what? it intestines? No.
2: No. Colon.
4: Colon.
3: But what if... Ooh. Do you think they ever put that up and people shit themselves? What? Wait, do you think the sensation of something going up your bum would make you like... Yeah. No, but actually shit yourself?
2: <laughs> like, blow the tube out?
3: <laughs> I do <laughs> think you need to go with...
4: I think they say to you before you need to have like an eat a little bit before, and I do think you need to try and empty your bowel before you go. Not in a in their house, but I think they do say try and go to the toilet. Right.
0: So, so Somebody, there's no one in the chamber.
4: Literally, somebody's <laughs> job is to wash people's bum holes. They're going to expect the worst, and it's not going to be embarrassing.
3: I would really need to scrub my bum hole before I went to that as well. Like I overthink these things. Like imagine you'd have a wee something on your bum.
4: I always think this with lazy, you know when you have to turn around and spread your bum cheeks apart <laughs> and she lazes your bum hole. And I'm like, listen, Liz has seen so many bum holes over the over her lifetime. No, I'm pretty sure mine's right. not the ugliest.
3: Look, I know that, but what I always think is if I was the person doing the treatment, no matter how many bum holes fannies and then I've seen, I just think I would still be looking and judging, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I do just think I know they say that as in like a comfort thing but I'm like there's no way you're still not not judging in a sense of judging a person but just like having your thoughts in your head about the part that you're looking at mm. there's just no way that still doesn't happen to you even though you're used to it
4: well I think we should go and get one next week or some or soon and we can we can discuss it on the pod
0: live podcast for the clinic yes
4: a live clinic <laughs> and we can just say like here it
2: leaves <laughs> the corner of the cup
3: <laughs> oh, because you can't digest
4: sweet corn, can you?
3: I had sweet corn last night, actually. Fucking hell, Zoe! You're not eating gut friendly <laughs> foods. I know, but I did always think sweet corn was an issue, but I think I've realised that it's actually not. Mm. I think it's other things that I was eating with sweet corn. Okay, so lentils that kind of, don't agree with you. No, they don't. It's a can kind of soup, really. To be fair, which I'm not having. So
4: anyway, we asked you on the Instagram, on the Instagram, on our Instagram. Any funny dating app stories that you have or seen that you would like to share with us? So, I'm going to read them out. (laughs) A guy's opening line to me on Tinder once was, are you petrol? Because I'd pump you in the back of a van. (laughs) Needless to say, that was an instant block.
3: I don't think I would block that.
4: I'd find that funny.
3: So But it all depends. You need to have... If you say things like that, you need to be, like, what you're looking for, probably physically in that moment. Yeah. But you would need to... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what I is... like
4: filthy chat, though.
3: No, I don't But I suppose
4: w- if I wanted to have a serious date, date with someone, I probably would find that a little bit of a red flag.
3: I mean, I'll just say this now. I've not ever been in a dating app, so I can't really... I don't know, like, what I would be like on that.
4: I have heard they're very advanced now. Like, you can have voice notes on it, so you can hear mm. people's voices and stuff.
3: I like that. I just know that everyone would do something on that before the chats even started. That would put me off.
4: Yeah, you'd get the you'd be zooming in on their background of pictures and stuff.
3: Yeah, that's what my mum doesn't. That's why she's not got a man. <laughs> anyway, we've got a voice note here. I've tried to record this like twice already, but I keep laughing. Um, in response to your funny messages on dating apps, I have lots, but got what? Well, I got a message last week that said, "Hey, are you a guitar?" And I was like, oh, I'm not going to respond to that. I can't be bothered with that. And then he, he replied again and said, Because I want to hold you by the neck, play with you, and listen to the sounds that you make.
0: Oh <laughs> my
4: God. <laughs> that is disgusting. Like, that
3: one's too so far.
4: Men are fucking creeps.
3: Nobody's holding me by the neck.
4: No one. <laughs> Oh God, we've got a long one here. It wasn't on a dating app, but a boy from the same area as me was mailing me on Instagram around the COVID times when pubs started opening, but it was two hour slots only. And we were chatting for a while and he asked me to go to his for a cocktail making date. And I said, I'd go. I was recently single. And as I was approaching, I wasn't really into him and was drinking with my friends the night before and told them I didn't want to go. So they just said to tell him I was too hungover from the night with my pals and to get out of it easily. I told him I wasn't coming anymore in the morning and I went out for lunch with my friend and uploaded a picture of the food. He then texted me saying I shouldn't have been out for lunch if I was too hungover for the date that night. Excuse me, sir. So I wasn't really feeling him anyway, so that put me off for sure. Then a few weeks later, the pub shut again because of COVID. And me and my friends were in mine drinking and posted a pic of our drinks and I was looking for a house party to go to. And the same boy replied to me, (laughs) same boy replied to my story. We hadn't spoke since, by the way. He'd replied to my stories. He'd sent me some texts and TikToks a few times, but I either replied days later or being dry and ignored him completely. So he replied to my story saying he was having a house party with a few of his pals and me and my friends could come round. And to come any time, he had drink, etc. cetera, me and my friend was like, he's a bit of a pain in the ass, but we'd have taken <laughs> any house party because it was COVID. So we went. So me and my one friend and I went and headed to his, got there and he let us in and took us into his living room. Not one single other person was there, only him. I wanted to slowly pass away. So we asked him, where was all his pals? And he said, he, we just missed them as they randomly decided to leave. It was this It wasn't even 10pm. Me and my friend sat awkwardly and he made us a drink. We were so awkward because we were sober and it was not even 10 o'clock. And we hadn't even had one drink yet. So he made us a few drinks and after then I go blank. My friend said within a short time I was paralytic drunk. And she had to carry me in a taxi home. We woke up the next day so hungover and we were convinced he'd been pouring me really strong drinks to get me drunk. What the fuck? But I'm fine now, but we can laugh about it. That's a serial killer.
3: No, that is. He didn't pour
4: you strong drinks. He... Put something on your drink. Date rape in there. To
3: be to be polite. Eww. Also, the intention from him there, I'm telling you right now, was to get them both drunk. The friend passes out and he was actually chopping your body into bits.
4: <laughs> That's concerning. And with COVID as well, you you would have got away with it probably. Police didn't give a fuck about anything back then. Did they?
3: No, but also
4: A murder, your problem. <laughs>
3: See, so if I was a girl, like, I'd be out to get that boy. Mm. That's actually making me feel weird. Funny dating story. Went on a first date, got absolutely
4: rat-ass. Fell over in the car park in front of the date. Told him I could burp the alphabet. He wanted proof. <laughs> <laughs> he got the proof. <laughs> <laughs> he then asked me on a second date. But I finished our dating streak because his hands were delicate and girly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you to burp the alphabet (laughs) but he's got delicate hands delicate hands
4: (laughs) oh that's brilliant here we go My dad started online dating after him and my mum split up and asked me and my sister to help him with his profile. We did a full photo shoot after seeing the selfie he took from down at his belly button. Why do dads think that's a good (laughs) angle? Lol. I will never forget all the messages from horny old grannies wanting to meet up. Some of them were near enough 80 with white permed hair. We were shook. It all worked out in the end when he met up with a lovely lady from the site in 2013 who is now our amazing stepmom. They are legit soulmates and our families just merged into one so effortlessly. P.S. Anyone single dad's looking for a cougar, get on match.com. <laughs> Brilliant.
3: That's creepy, isn't it?
4: Yes. Talking to a guy years ago on Tinder for a wee while, he out the blue asks me what I drive. I told him what car I had and he responded telling me he drove a wheelchair. <laughs> well, <laughs> looking back on his profile, the only words written were Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and in his pics he was sitting down but the last one him and my friend him and a friend were dressed up as Lou and Andy from Little Britain and I just thought he was getting really into Halloween and gone all out (laughs) oh my god oh fucking hell I also I also had a guy he wasn't particularly interested in tell me he had attempted suicide one day I spent (laughs) the My oh God, God, stop laughing! Told me he's tempted suicide one day. I spent the next week or so messaging him semi regularly, just to check he was okay. He then told me I was too clingy and he wasn't interested in seeing me for being a decent human. I didn't even like him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what fucking app is that Get on! <laughs> oh my God! Oh.
4: I came out of an eight-year relationship and thought I'd give Tinder a go. Lots of awkward, boring, usual chat, but one which will always be engraved in my eyeballs is one guy compared his package to to the same girth as a bottle of Bastille's dry shampoo. (laughs) He then proceeded to send me a picture of it while holding the bottle of dry shampoo next to it don't know if I was more scared by the shock of the random new picture, the girth, or how he actually knew the brand name of the bloody dry shampoo.
3: Oh, my God. Why did he have Batiste? They must have something wrong here. Yeah, I
4: know. Dating app story. I came across a friend's husband on Tinder. Uh-oh. After speaking to her best friend for advice, I told my friend and showed her screenshots. Her husband denied it all and claimed someone had stolen his Facebook profile picture. My friend said she believes that and all is well. The person who stole his picture also did a good job of matching her husband's job, though. The profile stated he was looking for no strings, just daytime fun. Her husband works evenings and weekends, while my friend is nine to five. Each to their own, but I'd never, ever have bought that. We are still friends, but her husband is definitely sheepish around me if we ever socialise together. Oh, that's a He definitely got caught out there, didn't he?
3: Yeah, well, everything matches up.
4: I will, I will be honest with you, though, I've had about, over the years, about five people send me profiles of Richard Tate. <laughs> I'm like, mate, are you on Tinder? He's like, it's not fucking me. I'm not called Dave. But I'm like, it could be.
3: No, I know. I mean, you could get away with anything. But do people not say, someone can tell us if they're on the apps, but do you not need to do some sort of, like, verification now?
4: Yeah, you think you for do now. For some of them, yeah. at
3: least. But see, if you don't for them all, why not? Like, why are these apps not making you do that? mm Cause like it actually is dangerous when you think about it, maybe, like not to be <clears throat> you know a mature adult healer, but like you could just pretend to be anyone and like arrange a meet up, and then yeah, do anything,
4: yeah no, exactly, let's do a few more, shall we, These are funny, short men, if they know you are tall, why invite you on a date more than a heel size no that is true to be fair, like if you see a girl on. Dating app and you can visibly see she's she's tall she's above 5'9", and you're you're a short king
3: but how would they be able to tell that from a picture?
4: Or you'd least advise them say look listen I'm I'm five, I'm a five foot five guy.
3: Some people just don't. I mean, I'm saying this right up there, probably one of the most shallow people you could ever meet, which won't shock anyone. But <laughs> some people don't care about the height thing.
4: No, they don't. But what I will say is, and I said this, height is such. A shame for guys because there are so many gorgeous looking short kings
3: they just need to <laughs> find, they just need find a, short, a short queen
4: they do and there's a lot of gorgeous short queens
3: i mean most girls are small really
4: but you know if you're tall you're instantly hot <laughs> gorgeous g
3: <laughs> well as a guy
4: yeah if g was five foot I wouldn't think you were anywhere near as half as Thanks. gorgeous. It's,
2: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you are no, I wouldn't say you're there. ugly.
4: That's not what I said. But I do think tallness makes men fit instantly fit. Don't care what you look like. You're hot.
3: Yeah, it does. I think it adds to just the the whole.
4: How tall are you, G? Six four. But that's like the dream height.
3: Six, four, six, not five. that No, that's far too tall for me. No, because that like I'm like looking yeah, up. Yeah, but you are short. I'm only one inch shorter than you. <laughs>
4: I've just read a really funny message. First message to me right off the bat was, I want to lick your fart box. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: OK, I take everything back about men. They're not gorgeous. But he's short. Yeah, he's definitely short. I turned up to a date with a guy called Thomas. I texted when I was nearby to say I'd be five minutes and he asked me if I wanted a drink. I said, yeah, G&T, please. When I got there, his jaw was swinging and he said, by the way, my name's not Thomas, it's Tam, and I've taken half a pill and saved you the other half. Then showed me the half-eaten pill, lol. Needless to say, I left and did not touch the drink. Ugh.
3: Why is a guy that you're going on a date with saved you half a pill? Why would you just say your name was Ta- Thomas when your name's Tam? Why would you lie about that? That must be short for Thomas,
4: <laughs> Horrific, chap. but this guy was messaging my friend, got a bit spicy. Then he told her he'd soak the ovaries right out of her. What the fuck?
3: (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That is vile behaviour.
4: Okay, last one. A couple of years ago, I matched with a guy on Hinge. Like me, he was a doctor working in the west of Scotland, but we were different ages and had never come across each other in a hospital, so I thought nothing of it. We chatted for a couple of weeks, but it came to nothing. Fast forward several months and I'm at an advanced life support course. There was only six in my group. But this one guy looked so familiar. I was full of nerves so didn't have time to think where I knew him from. Instead, spent the full day doing CPR and life support working closely alongside him. When I got home, I searched for the familiar guy on Facebook and instantly recognised his profile picture from Hinge. The guy I'd been doing CPR on, CPR on all day was a guy i chatted to on Hinge just months before. I was so embarrassed. I think my heart almost stopped when I discovered this. To make it all worse, two months following the ALS course, I turned up to a new job induction. And guess who had also had the same rotation as me? We spent the next four months working together and eventually could laugh off the situation. Oh.
3: I'd have to leave my job.
4: Yeah, but at least she didn't know when she got there. At least it was awkward when she finished. Imagine that, I was your CPR on a man that you've been chatting to dirtily on Hinge for months.
0: Oh my
3: God, I'd die. Embarrassment. I, I wouldn't even, like, fake a faint. Anyway, that's it from me. You got any more? No, no more from me. You're the chatterbox today.
4: Yeah, So he said I had to read them all out. But um, I've never had any dating app stories, but there was one time where I got sent, I've been sent a few times, screenshots from girls where guys have wrote in their... It must be a bit about them where they're like, what I like to do or what you could do for me.
3: Oh, yes. Do you remember this? Yep. It's like,
4: um, Just Jess Food's like my dream girl or like, if you can cook me a Just just Food, you're on to Winner. And I think them put that in because they know girls know what it is. They're like, oh, I'll just get them just to like me. Swipe. Is it Swipe Right? Because they think I can cook.
3: I think it's quite, a kind of like, oh, that's quite cool. They know who she is as
4: know. a guy but cute So, like if you can make me just your sausage pasta we'll go on a second date
3: I good on them I love that for them I love that for you yeah I do anyway see ya thanks for listening have a lovely week and we'll see you on Freaky Friday mm-hmm. bye